0: Uh, we, we debut a new segment here on the show We are calling it uh, Bailey and Bailey Justice served, peace perverse, pre- preserved Legal excellence It's Bailey and Bailey, KB and Hunter Bailey Of the Charlotte Post and the Charlotte Observer Covers the Hornets for the Post The 49ers for the Observer I believe I got that right Hunter Bailey, how you been, man? Doing good, man, appreciate y'all having me Yeah, it's good to have you in studio um, You're making me nervous now You don't like to sit when you do radio? Hey, man, I'm <laughs> I'm
1: multidimensional, man I can do whatever sweet, you
0: need You got a sweet Dale Jr. Dale Jr. t-shirt on today
1: you know it, man. It's 500, so you said eight minutes from now. Got to, I mean, obviously retired, but still got to wrap my favorite, you know.
0: Heck yeah, man. I see you a Dale Jr. guy like lifelong. Definitely. Good for you. Good for you. Well, it's good to have you back. Did you watch the All-Star game
1: last night? I did, man. Uh, it was a tough watch, but uh, you kind of got to get through it now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess if the only thing you care about is points, you, you nearly got 400 of them, right? Hey, man. I mean, Dame Lillard. 39 gets the MVP cat on the other team, taking 30 plus shots, 50 points. So a ton going on there. 35 shots to get 50. Uh, Not exactly the most efficient night, is it? No, not at all. All right. Well,
0: um, so do you think they can fix it, by the way? Because I I came in here, and I'm going to own it. Like, I came in here, old man, shaking his fist at the clouds. I'm 38 years old. I grew up on this game. I love it, but I find it to be absolutely unwatchable now. And I'd rather spend my weekend watching Love is Blind on Netflix. And you would have never caught me dead saying that sentence out loud (laughs) 10 years ago. But that's how I spent my weekend. I just, I don't think it's worth the time anymore. Do you think it can be fixed? Or with guys like Anthony Edwards saying, hey, we're just not going to compete at this thing. Do they need to scrap it at some point?
1: I really like the Elam ending that they had a few years ago. I think the 2020 all-star game was probably the most fun it's going to get. I mean, you can't, if if y'all give us 24 points, give the fans 24 points, a quarter of good hoops, maybe even half that, I think people will be pleased. You can watch Love is Blind for the first half because you there don't got to worry about uh, Luka and Jokic going back and forth. And then at the end of the game give us 10 minutes of real game between the best players on the planet and let's see how it shakes out because I think the fans deserve that. I, well, yeah, I agree with you. The, the Elam ending I thought was really exciting. Like the, the first all-star
0: game without Kobe Bryant was obviously different. Uh, the Elam ending, I think gave some people hope that it could be better moving forward, but they've even kind of lost interest in that too. They they lost interest the very next year. So Who knows if they can get it fixed, but uh, I know I'm ready for Hornets basketball to return. And, uh, you, you you cover this team on a full-time basis. What do you think of this team post NBA
1: all-star or or deadline? That is what, what do you think we've watched since that deadline? I think the defensive efficiency has been worlds better. And it kind of talks, I mean, Steve Clifford came right out and said, like, that's why I was brought here. I'm a defensive minded coach. I failed on this aspect and pre pre trade deadline. He had, I mean, they're 29th, 30th in the league in defensive defensive efficiency. Well, a defensive-minded head coach. Offensive isn't much better. Obviously, you're missing LaMelo, Mark Williams. But post-deadline, they're third in the league. They're obviously 3-0 and o in that stretch. And they're actually playing like a real team. They, I mean, if you're not starting guys like Bryce McGowan, Leaky Black, you can let them come off the bench or let them get development in the G League. Start NBA-caliber players that are really here to make a difference. I think, I mean, the trades were huge, man. You really took Gordon Hayward, which was a zero on the court for the past month since the day after Christmas and turn them into three players who are all contributing and picks. So, I mean, you talk about just simple things like that. They have rotation now. They have a real bench.
0: Massive win. I mean, the deadline that day. Might have been Mitch Kupchak's best work since he got here, yeah? I I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's rivaled. It's not I, I don't think so either. And look, what they've done here is they've refocused, reorganized around what they believe is the core of this team, right? Um, part of that core is LaMelo Ball. And it's been real. I don't know how much you get to listen to the show or how much of this you see online or in your mentions, but... All of a sudden, since the emergence of Brandon Miller, and of course the ongoing ankle issues for Lamelo, I'm getting far more than I ever expected. Of yeah, we might want to trade Lamelo while we still can, at 22 years old. And and look, everybody's got their own opinions. I understand why some people are concerned about injuries, and it's mostly, as people put it, they don't like his mindset. Like they they don't know that he's about winning as much as they would like for him to be. What is your perception on you know his place in the hierarchy?
1: Is this Brandon Miller's team? Is that what we're watching right now? What do you think of Lamelo? I think LaMelo, all right, so he's making $11 million this year, right out of $11 million. Next yep. year, his extension kicks in. He's going to be making $35 million plus, taking 25% of the cap. So that's going to be the first year where it's really like, we need your production to match. I mean, this is a fourth of the cap. Obviously, fans are missing LaMelo. He's only played 22 games, 11 home games. So young fans in Charlotte aren't getting to see your star player on a nightly basis. They are getting to see Brandon Miller, and I think that's why the discourse is kind of changing to this is Brandon Miller's team because he's consistently available. And he's progressing every game. I mean, he's even got LeBron James talking about how far his game has come between Christmas and now. I mean, you love to hear that about a budding star. The thing that I don't think people understand is you you need more than one to win anything. And you're talking about the NBA's longest playoff drought, 2016 being the last time. Purple shirt dude standing up and ruining it for the city. And now here we are in 2024, and you're worried about having too many stars. I mean, LaMelo obviously has the ball in his hand, high usage rate, but Brandon Miller's a great shooter, and guess who's going to get him open? Yeah. that's LaMelo I mean, wanted to play with him. Absolutely, and all they right. do is compliment each other. They asked Brandon, Millen, Brandon Miller at All-Star, if you could be trapped on an island with one teammate, who would it be? He said LaMelo. I don't know if he's just saying that, but I mean, like clearly they have some kind of relationship off the court that Fans want to see Bud on the court as well between the white lines.
0: Sp- speaking, and we got Hunter Bailey, Charlotte Post, Charlotte Observer, covers the Hornets and the 49ers. He's in studio with us here on a Monday. Um, it's funny you say that because I think you know fans do need to see them together. And you you mentioned the relationship, the budding relationship. Well, Airbnb has been a thing for a minute, right? What are they doing with Miles Bridges? I I did a Hornets podcast earlier today. Admittedly, I got asked this question and even I hedged a little bit because I'm not entirely sure what they're going to
1: do about Bridges. He's here for the here and now, but what do you think happens in the next six months? Definitely. I mean, they considered trading him because the fear of losing him this summer for nothing. So that's why, I mean, people saw the trade rumors on Twitter. Obviously his agent is rich Paul. There was some pushback there because the Hornets can pay him more than any team uh, with the qualifying offer expiring. So, If the Hornets want to keep him in Charlotte, they can keep him in Charlotte, and they'll be able to match whatever is offered out there. I think you keep him, man. He's kind of a tweener in in that three and four spot. He's maybe a little too short to guard some fours, but he gives you, I mean, great production. He's been almost automatic for mid-range this year, and that's something in their game that they've been needing. I mean, without Lamelo, they're having to create their own offense. There's not as many assists or I guess before the all-star break, we've seen what Meech is doing. Oh yeah. And Trey man
0: had but, 27 assists on 44 made buckets the other night.
1: Unbelievable. Yeah. And that's, I mean, their average on the season is I think 24 games. So they're up from that all three games, but miles has had to create his own shots because he hasn't had that Lamello lob threat. He hasn't had someone getting double teamed. I mean, the only player I've seen get double teamed lately for them is Brandon Miller at the end of the Lakers game. Cause he's going insane. Yeah. And, <laughs> Imagine like a full offense with these guys and getting comfortable, having a summer of training and just being able to stay on the court. I mean, I feel like all we've done for years with this team is the what ifs, but you're kind of right back to that. What if Mark Williams can come back and play? What if LaMelo can stay on the court? But I mean, the most reliable and available have been miles bridges and Brendan Miller. So I don't see how you could move on from either of those guys. I
0: I think that's where this is headed. I really do. Mark Williams, the back injury. How much does that concern you?
1: It concerns me quite a bit uh, hearing what Mitch Kupchak said uh, at the post deadline trade presser. I mean he just stressed repeatedly that this is not career ending, but he did suffer a setback. The next next time they'll even reevaluate him was in four weeks. I, I don't necessarily expect to see him again this year. I hope that he can get back out on the court, but if it's as much of a setback as he made it sound, I think you might as well keep him sidelined bring him back for that, for that junior season in the league and hope that he can play a full year. Cause I mean, I think he only played 40 plus games last year as well. Uh,
0: you, you mentioned uh, Le- LeBron there a second ago, for those who don't know you, you talked to LeBron James um, <laughs> when they No, you did. You talked to LeBron, a shoot around uh, when they were in town to face the Hornets. What was that two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. And he gave you those quotes on Brandon Miller in terms of, I, I don't want to talk about, you know, what he can be because everybody goes right back to the Paul George comp and, I, and we all understand why. I guess what people want to know is when you say this is becoming his team, is there any weakness that you think needs to be addressed here for him to become that? Cause in every other way, it seems like he's starting to really blossom. Is he weak anywhere right now? What What do you think?
1: He's got a control fouling early in the game. He's got right. a lot of foul trouble this year, picks up two in the first, can't play as much in the second quarter. And then he's dealing with it some late in games, which is thrown off that rhythm. I think as he gets his feel, For the league, I mean, we're talking about a guy that still hasn't played 60 games in the NBA yet. He's got to figure that out, and I think he's got to put some weight on in the offseason to, I guess, bulk up on the defensive side because they're really going to rely on him at the three. I mean, guarding 6'10", 6'11", guys. I mean, you think 6'9", wing that can shoot 40% from three, you feel good about what he's going to be able to do. And he's getting a lot of reps. Bron talked about it. He's a primary focus in this offense right now because there is no LaMelo. I mean, we've had a lot of nights this year where it's, Cody Martin playing the one and late in the game, you're deferring to Brandon because you know, he's going to get you that bucket when it matters. And I think that's this experience now is really what's going to pay off, but figuring out the foul trouble, put some weight on this off season. And you mentioned Paul George getting, get in the lab with Paul George, go work out with him. A lot of these NBA trainers and watch that next step. I think he has a huge sophomore year upcoming.
0: I love it. All right. Uh, let's pivot here. we got uh, Hunter Bailey with us. He covers the Hornets for the Charlotte post. He covers the Charlotte 49ers. For the Charlotte Observer, Tim says, Does Hunter think that Charlotte AD Mike Hill says a thank you to God every night that Ron Sanchez decided to quit the job last summer? Um, look, Aaron Fern has been abso- such a breath of fresh air, so good for the program, so awesome to, to watch. Um, your thoughts, real quick, on the removing of the interim tag and when they,
1: any, any thoughts on doing it now, the decision when it came down? What do you think? Well, Aaron told me it was a distraction, right? It's middle middle of the season. He was happy it was done, but it was a distraction. They got it out of the way. I mean, they've won three games in a row, two since since the tag was dropped. But when it happened, he was like, obviously, I'm happy to be the head coach of this team. He said, I don't show it necessarily emotionally, but this is where I want to be. That's why he signed through 2029. And I mean, dropping the tag is huge for him. He gets a pay boost. His players get some stability. Any recruiting, like this is his team now. I talked to him. Interim tag is like dating because it can end at any time. Now he's married. He's married to the job. What is he going to do with it? What changes for him? And that's what he talked about recruiting, putting his mark on the program, and just keeping or continuing to build because, I mean, he's been here as as an assistant for quite a while. Uh, Well, he. So
0: that's—I didn't know what to expect. I don't think anybody knew what to expect from it. Like, what, did you have any expectations for Aaron Fern when they when they promoted him to interim head coach?
1: I heard a lot of good about him, especially conversations with Mike Hill, talking to Dusty May, Florida Atlantic's head coach, some other coaches around the American. But I did not expect this. I'm not going to lie to you guys. You lose your top two scorers, top two rebounders yep. to the portal, and you're looking across the team like, all right, who's the guy? It's going to be Lakai Patterson, maybe. I I feel like the the wild card in this is Igor Milicic just jumping right into this kind of focal wing guy for them. I mean, he's blocking shots at the rim. He's getting sports center top 10 slams, shooting nearly 50, 40, 90 from the field. His progression is what really has made this team what I – what I did not expect them to
0: do. I love this quote on Saturday about how European guys don't worry about getting dunked on. We right? do not care. Yeah. <laughs> he, said, he said, we don't care. We, you know, They're there to defend the rim. They don't care about getting... It's a cultural thing. It's a cultural difference, right? Yeah. Um. So they, that was a tough loss to USF on Saturday. They trail USF by a game now in the American standings. But I mean, this is... We, how many bids do you think the AAC ends up with? What do you think? Two. Two. All right. So we think Charlotte could be in line for an automatic berth at this point right now. Yeah.
1: Could be. It's going to be a stretch. They had a couple tough losses, one to Stetson early in the year. That's kind of the blemish right now. But, I mean, they have room to make up, especially in this tournament, man, because the first day that they play in this tournament, that thing is going to be loaded. Top six seeds are all really good teams. Yeah, they
0: are. I was watching SMU on set. I mean, it's a good basketball team. They're crazy, man. They're a really good basketball team. Uh, Future ACC, uh, SMU Mustangs, that is. Who's been the unsung hero of this Charlotte team so far this year?
1: Deshaun Jackson. okay. Washington State transfer, 6'11 guy, protects the rim and gives them a mismatch inside almost every night out. I think that's really going to be tested Wednesday night at Memphis. They've got a lot of athletic guys, a lot of bigs, but they don't really have a reserve big that is playable for long long stretches of time right now. They only play eight guys. None of them are a backup center. They play a power forward at the five sometimes. They move Igor there, but he's been invaluable to this team, especially losing Ali Khalifa, who – had been the guy here for the past two years. So he's unsung hero. He's, really got the guys bought in for sure.
0: Have you watched Love is Blind Charlotte edition season 6? I haven't, man. I ne- do I need
1: to lock in? Listen, bro.
0: I'm taking some heat today because I I've been anti dating reality show my entire life. Can't do it, wouldn't do it. like just reality shows in general. I am enthralled. <laughs> I like I'm going to get in my in my truck and I'm going to drive home, put my kids to bed, and me and my wife are going to keep watching Love is Blind tonight. And I never thought that I would say that.
1: So the new season came out the 14th, right? Valentine's Day. Yeah. That's what
0: I was talking. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's based it's all Charlotte contestants. Okay. Right. So it it is um Worth the time. I got to be honest with you. Now, may, maybe others have seen previous seasons and they don't, you know, they're not as enthralled as I am because they know how it works. My first introduction to the show was the Charlotte season. So I'm all in. Okay. I'm all in. You got to check it out. All right. Hunter Bailey, good to see you, man. Absolutely, guys. Appreciate y'all having me.